1: My name's Greg Topper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on TexasFootball.com, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, on Twitter, all the places, or you'll see us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support local, mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's the Duchess of the Dorks, fresh off of producing... The broadcast of the 2023 Texas High School Football Hall of Fame induction ceremony. She's Ashley Pickle.
0: Hi, friends. Yeah, we had a good time. I know we we're going to talk about it later, but we had a good time you down packed there. packed up your wagon. I did. Yeah, we had all the wagons. We were able to get this whole studio into three little rolling things, so that way we mm-hmm. didn't have to take a second trip. That and is impressive, in, you know, my friends.
1: We'll talk about the Hall of Fame coming up here in just a little bit. Today is Monday, May 8th, 2023. 199 days to Thanksgiving. Let's go. Under We're 200 within folks. under two hundred. We're 200. getting there. We're getting there. Keep the faith. Uh, happy birthday to the thirty third president of the United States, which is
0: thirty third. Oh God, I don't know. Is it your Taft, buddy? No, he's no. he's way before that.
1: Not way before, but he's before. It. The only, I believe, the only president. Yeah, the only president from Missouri. Is that a help? Hint? No. Mizzou's mascot's named after him. Something Tiger. It's not
0: Tony. That's the... I don't know. Who he is it? He
1: dropped the bomb on on Japan. I,
0: I am not a history person. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to get Perry it. Harry
1: Truman. <laughs> Today would Oh, been. Truman
0: the Tiger. Yes. Is it really Truman. Truman?
1: Truman the Tiger. I don't know why. I was Truman's thinking, all over the place. In I,
0: thought, I was thinking Todd.
1: They're very proud of of Harry Truman up there in Missouri. Okay. Um that's like that's their kind of like big there's a lot of things Truman State is the name of a, of a um a college down there. They're big into into Harry Truman.
0: Yeah, I am a uh i am not a history buff i'm, like,
1: well, I'm mean, terrible think with about history. it i mean but but here's the thing like here in texas we have stuff named after the bushes we've oh, yeah. stuff named after uh, uh lbj yeah yeah i mean like 635 is called lbj yeah
0: i would i mean i would have gotten i think i would have yeah. gotten that but if you got a president i don't necessarily have my missouri history facts yeah, on well, lock <laughs> that's that's way up your uh, alley as <laughs> the
1: kids would say get good uh, it is episode 1,500, and as soon as you put up the lower third, I'll tell you. 56. 56. 80, 86. 86. Who knows? 86. Who could possibly know? On today's show, folks, we got headlines from across the state, including uh, some uh, transfers across the state and some big high school football coaching news. And then, back half of the show, Pickle and I are going to talk about what we did this weekend. We went down to Waco for the 2023 Texas High School Football Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Uh, we will talk about the party that went on in Waco coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door?
0: We sure do. It was the ghost of Betty White.
1: See, this is getting weird, and I love it.
0: RIP to a good one. Um, Daniel Agnew, Just Chad, and Andrew Christensen. I have... Welcome in fellas. Lady fellas. Bots. Did Betty White die? Yeah, yes. You didn't know that? I... I... That was a know. big
1: deal. I'm sure it was, but like I, like I don't know. I'm I'm very bad at remembering like when fame, if and when famous people are dead.
0: I am too. Um, but
1: when did she die?
0: Um, I don't know. Uh, go on to headlines. This is a very important call. I have to take real fast. Actually, Betty
1: White died <laughs> in 2021. So okay, I wasn't that far off. Anyway, uh, okay, let's get to some headlines. From across the state of Texas. We're going to start in the FCS. Actually, no. Oh, wow. I'm so used to saying that. The FBS ranks. The newest FBS program in the state of Texas. Sam Houston. Uh, Sam Houston is, uh, is, is moving up from FCS to FBS. And they have a new quarterback addition. And that is Grant Gunnell. Grant Gunnell, who is the all-time leader in Texas high school football passing yards. Such a star there at Houston State Pius X. Is transferring from North Texas. To Sam Houston, he's always looked the part. Six six two thirty. I mean, he looks like he was built in a quarterback lab out there. Amazingly, he still has three. Um, he still has three years of eligibility. Um, it'll be his fourth career collegiate spot stop he started arizona in 2019 there for two seasons then he went to memphis for a year then he went to north texas uh, before now he's only thrown five college passes since 2020 they're hoping he's probably going to go in there and uh, and compete with keegan shoemaker for the starting spot there at sam houston but a big pickup for the bearcats as uh as they get a new quarterback uh in their room in grant gunnell moving on to there uh, Texas State also picked up a big uh, transfer commitment this weekend in Joey Hobart. Joey Hobart was an FCS All-American last year at Utah Tech. Utah Tech used to be known as Dixie State, and then they changed their name to Utah Tech. Uh, but he is—he uh, was—he's from California. He finished last year with one thousand two hundred forty-nine yards and sixteen touchdowns receiving. He was an all Amer- FCS All-American uh, as a sophomore, he was. He fi- actually finished ninth uh, for the Walter Payton Award there in the FCS ranks. Uh, so the uh, there is a connection there. If you're looking to say why Texas State uh, for uh, for this young man for Joey Hobert. Um, the passing game coordinator for Texas State, their uh, their wide receivers coach and passing game coordinator, Craig Stutzman, was his offensive coordinator at Utah Tech. So now this is a pretty robust uh, wide receiver room that GJ Kinney is building there with Drew Donnelly, Marshall transfer Shadid Ahmed, and Incarnate Word transfer Cole Wilson. Now uh, adding on to that is Joey Hobert, the FCS uh, All American there from Utah Tech. Uh, our old Corey Hogue reports on TexasFootball dot com that, uh, and this is such. <laughs> this is such like a division 3 thing to 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 worry about. It is May he published this on May 4th. It's May 8th right now. Harden Simmons is very close to finalizing their schedule. <laughs> Of very close to finalizing their schedule. they uh, Coach Jesse Brilson says they're looking for one more game to finish up the 2023 schedule. Uh, it says that they have two non-conference games uh, scheduled. He reports that they've got two non-conference games scheduled against Albright and wisconsin Lacrosse, but they do need one more. He says they're looking at any and all possibilities for 2023 and 2024. Can you imagine if, like... Texas Tech was looking for an, a non conference game right now. Like, it would be the only thing we were talking about is how are they going to fill out their schedule? Uh, but such is the case down there at the Division III level uh, with Harden Simmons. Uh, and so keep an eye on, on that. We will keep you posted on TexasFootball.com if and when. It'll be when. Uh, and by the way, we do have the we do have the email address for Coach Burleson on TexasFootball.com. That if you are a coach listening to this and you want to play Harden simmons uh, email him. Uh, we got the uh, email address up on TexasFootball.com. They're looking for another out uh, another uh, non-conference game. To the high school football ranks we go, and the high school football ranks uh, we there's some pretty big news there. Uh, that Mineral Wells has made a hire. You may remember uh, that Mineral Wells uh, is the um, uh, is the uh, looking for a head coach after uh, oh geez who left uh, he, uh, uh, he's oh I'm sorry I can't find that right now anyway they've been looking for a new head coach they have found one in Burleson offensive coordinator Cody Worrell. Cody Worrell is going to be the next head coach here at Mineral Wells they announced this on Thursday uh, he is the uh, son of Chad Worrell who of course was the uh, coach at uh, Brock and now at El Campo uh, before moving on to uh, to other uh, to other, uh positions. Uh, Worrell was a star of the on um, the state title team there in Salina back in 2005. Uh, he, he went with uh, him to uh, El Campo, served as their offensive coordinator for 2020, uh, and then has spent the past month on the staff at Burleson where uh, Worrell is now the head coach. So, he's got his own head coaching job. Mineral Wells has hired Cody Worrell to be their next head coach. We mentioned the big news last week, kind of the sad news, that Canadian was looking for a head coach. Uh, Chris Ketting mm mm-hmm. Was retiring due to some health issues. Uh, they have promoted their defense coordinator Andy Cavalier to be their head coach. Uh, this is uh, file this under not surprising at all. Uh, Andy Cavalier has has looked like the head coach in waiting for for a minute there. Uh, he of course is the uh, the father of Cameron Cavalier, um, who is the their outstanding quarterback. And of course they are uh, they've got outstanding quarterbacks in all throughout the Cam- the Cavalier family. But their longtime defense coordinator Andy Cavalier will be the next head coach of the Canadian Wildcats up there in the Panhandle. Brazosport has made a hire. Uh, Brazosport, uh, you may remember, um, Mark Canapius was uh, retired earlier in the offseason. They have uh, hired uh, running backs coach and special teams coordinator R- Richard Sincere to be their next head coach. He's been on the staff at Brazosport for the last three years. Uh, he was at, at Brazoswood as their office coordinator before that, as well as at Galveston Ball. Uh, he uh, has been in the coaching ranks uh, for a while. You may remember what, he was a star at uh, Sam Houston, it was an FCS All-American there. He uh, he held several offensive school records there uh, as a wide receiver there at uh, at uh, Sam Houston. Uh, but now he's going to be the next head coach at Brazosport as they have hired... Uh, Brazosport has hired Richardson Sear to be their next head coach. Opening down in the Houston area, Fort Ben Elkins has come open. This is kind of... This is... Okay. We've now entered May. That's not breaking news. We've now entered May. And in May you get this very unique kind of coaching change. And the very unique kind of coaching change is a coach retires and he knows it's probably too late for you to do this big wide coaching search. So you'd probably just better hire the guy that he recommends. Uh, that's kind of what happens here in May, and we've got, in my opinion, I have in talk with Dennis Brantley uh, about this. This is what what's happening here. Dennis Brantley uh, has retired uh, from coaching uh, after uh, after 30... He's been in 4-Pen ISD for the last 31 years, previously a head coach at 4-Pen Marshall, uh, but he has been part of the Elkins program uh, since 2008, got promoted to head coach in 2011. Uh, I would expect, again... Um, that they will move very quickly on this. Uh, Fort Bend, uh, you may remember that their district has already hired the first ever head coach at their new school, Fort Ben Crawford, you you going to begin varsity play in 2024. Uh, and they filled a head vac- a head coaching vacancy at Fort Bend. Travis is another opening there at Fort Bend ISD. Dennis Brantley has retired again. This to me falls under that category of what are you going to do? Do this big wide coaching search. Why don't you just hire the guy that I want? Like it's kind of the, the leverage point that you have as a guy who's, who's heading off into retirement is that if you wait until this moment, you can kind of force the hand of the, of the school district again, in my opinion, I haven't talked with Coach uh, with uh, with uh, uh, with Coach Brantley. Maybe this falls under the same category, but actually, the longest tenured coach in Dallas ISD has retired. Uh, announced that he is uh, he is retiring. Steve Pierce has been the head coach at uh, Samuel Dallas Samuel High School uh, since for the last. 36 uh, 36 seasons. Um, He is a guy who has been a mainstay in Dallas ISD uh, for a long, long time. Back in 2001, they earned playoff wins over uh, Dallas Jefferson and Sherman before falling to Highland Park. Uh, And then, of course, in 1999, if you are a student of history, they pulled off one of the great upsets in Texas high school football history when they knocked off Highland Park uh, in a in a bi district thriller, seventeen to fourteen. Uh, he's a Skyline graduate. Uh, he played football at Tulsa. He's been an institution down there in Pleasant Grove for a long, long time. He's been twenty. He's been been uh, been the head coach at Samuel for twenty six seasons. Uh, now uh, retiring. We certainly wish him the best. He finishes with a career uh, record of one hundred thirty four and one hundred fifty one. Uh, a long time coach there in Dallas ISD. Steve Pierce has retired again. My Yes. Now, Dallas ISD is a big school district, so they can move some guys around, but I would expect them to move relatively quickly, and I would expect them at least to stay within Dallas ISD, if not within Samuel High School. Uh, brownfield has made a hire brownfield has hired Lubbock Coronado co-defensive coordinator to Herrick Brantley to be their ninth athletic director and head football coach um, he is a guy who's been on, on the staff there uh, under coach DJ man there at Lubbock Coronado for the past couple of seasons uh, he's a native of Lubbock he is a, a graduate of Lubbock High he actually is was a track star at Texas Tech uh, before moving into the uh, the high school football um, moving into the high school football coaching world uh, joined their joined DJ Mann's staff in 2021 as co-defensive coordinator Uh, and what's very strange actually is that the guy he's replacing, Aaron Flores, is now going to be uh, the new offensive coordinator at Lubbock Coronado. So a little bit interesting there, uh, a little bit of shifting around, but the new head coach at Brownfield is going to be Tahirik Brantley, the former, now former co-defensive coordinator at Lubbock Coronado. Finally, there was a state, There were state qualifying tournaments for state 7-on-7 seven seven across the state of Texas. I believe there's only one, uh, uh, rather there's only one, the McLennan County SQT, that's Central Texas, for those uh, uh, uncultured swine not knowing where McLennan County is. How dare you? I think it's like the Mart one. I think Mart yes. hosts so. it. In any case, the two qualifiers, Lorena has qualified. No, I think
0: Lorena hosted it.
1: Was it Lorena? Okay, maybe. One of them. I mean, it's all McLennan County, yes. also, Texas. <laughs> Uh, state qualifying uh, round uh, Lorena will be back at state 7-on-7 they beat Robinson in the state qualifying round to qualify for state 7-on-7 and China Spring, the two-time defending 4A state champs, will be heading to uh, College Station as well, they beat Palestine Westwood in the state qualifying tournament uh, or state qualifying round, so we will see Cash McCollum and company down there at China Spring in College Station of course we have complete coverage of the state 7-on-7 qualifying tournaments and we'll have complete coverage of the state tournament in College Station coming up here later this summer but that is all the news that's fit to print we're Texas football today we're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com talking football in the lone star state you can follow us on twitter at dctf like us on facebook facebook.com slash dave campbells follow us on instagram instagram.com slash dave Campbell, and of course see us at texasfootball.com texasfootball.com where you can find complete coverage of high school football college football recruiting all across the lone star state uh, can i get the one shot please
0: yeah mm-hmm. um, can you change and... the one shot
1: boom thank you hi Do you know what Sunday is? Mother's Day. Sunday is Mother's Day. Correct. If you don't hear another word I say the rest of the show, Sunday is Mother's Day. Don't screw this up. Don't. Start now. And I know what your mom wants. That sounds like an insult. It's not. (laughs) I know what your mom wants, though. She wants... A subscription to Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe (laughs) to become a Dave Campbell's all-access subscriber. You get three magazines, uh, the Summer Edition, the Recruiting Edition, and Texas Basketball Magazine all mailed to you before it hits newsstands. You also get a year's worth of exclusive exclusive online content at texasfootball.com and TexanLive. TexanLive TexanLive.com for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, including actually thousands of Texas high school events, hundreds and hundreds of live Texas high school football games streamed on your device, as well as hundreds of Texas high school football playoff games streamed on your device. Go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe. For the low, low price of forty nine ninety five. dollars uh, get your mom what she wants this Mother's Day, a subscription to Dave Campbell's Texas football. Go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Now, word from our friends. <laughs>
0: Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loves doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful, long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 360 65-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support. VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW.
1: The 83rd KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship, the most historic and prestigious event in senior golf, kicks off an unprecedented run of major championships coming to PGA Frisco over the next 11 years. From May 24th to May 28th, join us as the best golfers over the age of 50 compete to have their name etched on the Alfred S. Bourne Trophy past senior PGA champions have included true legends of the game like Sarazen, Sneed, Palmer, Nicholas, Player, and Watson. A limited number of hospitality, pro-am, and ticket opportunities remain available for you to be a part of the first major championship at PGA Frisco. And keep in mind, Corporate clients and ticket purchasers at this May's KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship will receive priority access to offerings at future major championships held at PGA Frisco, including the 2025 KPMG Women's PGA Championship and the 2027 PGA Championship. Visit srpga.com for more information. Hi, welcome back to Texas Football Today, here on this gloomy Monday. But it was not a gloomy Saturday. No, it was not. In fact, it was a beautiful Saturday, as you and I and Ishmael Johnson and Mallory Hartley and our boss Adam went down to Waco. We trekked down to Waco. Mm-hmm. Um for the twenty twenty three Texas High School Football Hall of Fame induction ceremony presented by our friends at Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. We had the live stream up on TexanLive.com. Thanks to everybody who tuned in. Mm-hmm. Uh we did an hour pregame show uh-ish and and I uh with Mallory on what do we call that? Roving reporter sideline kind yeah. of stuff? Yeah, uh,
0: uh banquet hall yeah. sideline reporter, right. Mallory
1: Hartley. <laughs> Mallory Hartley, exactly. Um so we had a great time uh, there, and um, of course, it's always it's always fun to go down there to the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. If you've never been to the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, um, I love it. Uh, it's not just because there's a big Dave Campbell exhibit, but like I love it because I just I'm 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 a nerd for that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I always kind of walk through the high school football kind of section. There's a big wall dedicated to Dave Campbell's, or Dave Campbell and Dave Campbell's Texas football. There's always something I notice that's new every time. And one thing I found this year, this year, I don't know if you walk through there, but there was a plaque that Dave got uh, back in like the late '60s, early '70s, mm-hmm. and it was um, it was in celebration for and like a job well done plaque for uh, him being the football writers association of america president which he was in the i want to say the late 60s and that's that in and of itself is not is not all that rare except that it was presented to him it said on the plaque presented by the harlem globetrotters oh really i didn't see that side yes it was uh it's just bizarre uh but you know Dave contained multitudes. Uh, But it was great to go down there Texas Sports Hall of Fame. It was a star-studded class. Uh, One of the things that I always love is that they uh, invite all of the state champion coaches to Mm -hmm. come and be recognized. They get like a a, a plaque from from the Hall of Fame uh, to celebrate their state championship, all the UIL coaches. And so we got to see a number of them. Uh, We got to see Claude Mathis. He commented on my shoes. Uh, Reginald Samples was there from Duncanville. Got to chat it up with him. Um, I saw Mark Fannin, who's made it a, a, a habit. There, we did see. So the uh, the Tom Landry Award. The Tom Landry Award is a uh, an award given to a high school football team that like is considered to have like overcome adversity and like mm-hmm. you know represent the best in Texas high school football. It went to Albany. Now now Denny Faith was going to be there regardless because they won the two a division two state championship. Right. But he was also there to accept the Tom Landry Award on behalf of Albany. His little speech was really good. So I chatted him up a little bit, um, and I said, you know, this is a tough. This is a tough uh, invitation to get, and he said, "Yeah, I've been trying to get an invitation for like thirty years." years. <laughs> like, yeah, I bet you have. Um, so it was, a, it was a great night there. Uh, um, it's
0: really cool, real fast, to to see all of those coaches sitting together yeah, because all... they put the they're they're split up between two tables because there's twelve of them and they mm-hmm. most of them bring a, a wife or a mm-hmm. you know a son or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really cool to like just. Observe them just talking yeah. ball together. That's one of my favorite parts about. Yeah, that. it was
1: like it was like, Mitch Abels was sitting next uh, from two A from Holly and two A Division One was sitting next to like Tim Buchanan who I actually didn't get to talk to. Now that I think about it. I saw him, uh, but Tim Buchanan who's been to this thing a million times uh, because they keep winning state championships. Uh, but uh, it's it's very cool that they all kind of get to interact. Uh, and then we got on to the induction ceremony, um, and the. Uh, the, if you didn't know the inductees Burt Clark was inducted for they do they go by uh, uh, decade yes so because they want to spread it out because otherwise like it kind of helps to fight recency bias I think mm-hmm. which is really good um, so they uh, the, in in the 1959 and before they inducted Burt Clark Burt Clark was a a star a linebacker at Wichita Falls um, a two-time all big eight linebacker at Oklahoma as well went on the v- eight. Yeah, went, uh, on to be the, went on to be the, uh, the head coach of Washington State for a minute. Uh, he accepted posthumously. His son was there and gave a very nice speech uh, on, his, on his behalf, on behalf of his family. In 1960, Bobby Wunsch uh, w- went in from, uh, from Jesse Jones High School in Houston. Uh, he was a, uh, he was, if you know that name, you're probably a Texas Longhorns fan mm-hmm. because he was, now he was incredible in high school. Was first team all state and and led them to the quarterfinals despite going five seven and one, Um, but he was a linebacker that transitioned over to offensive line at the college level and was like the anchor of those two back to back state or national champion. Texas team 1969-1970 mm-hmm. so if you know the name Bobby once you probably know him as a uh, as a Longhorn and his son got up there and gave a very nice speech on his behalf as well Patrick Rocket was there Patrick Rocket uh, went in for the 1970s from uh, San Antonio Lee High School mm-hmm. he was the number one target for Tommy Kramer yep. for those incredible San Antonio Lee teams um, and then he went on and uh, he was a star baseball player actually got drafted 10th overall in the 1973 Major League Baseball draft um, and played a couple seasons for the Braves um but he was uh, but in the high school football world he was known as one of the the toughest covers in in Texas high school football in the 1970s uh, there at Robert at at at, uh, at at Robert Lee High School in in San Antonio. So uh, uh, Patrick Rocket went in for the 1970s. 1980s it was John Henry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I made the point on the uh, on the the pregame show, whatever you want to call it, pre-ceremony show that everyone in Lorena is thinking, what in the hell took you so long yeah. to put John Henry in the Hall of Fame?
0: The uh, talking with the all the Hall of Fame board members and yeah. stuff, they were like, they were super excited for that one because they were like. Finally, we got our hometown guy in, you know.
1: This guy led Lorena to that state championship in, 19, in 1987 as a sophomore and then put together incredible seasons as junior and senior. He finished with uh, f- uh, 533 career points. He was a two-time Waco Trib super Syntex offensive player of the year. Uh, he played played at Baylor, scored 17 touchdowns for the Bears. Uh, he was a super-duper star. And yeah, in Lorena, he is like... He's like the king and so everyone in Lurien, I'm sure was just like yeah of course he needs to be in like he should have been in 20 years ago what's wrong with you people uh, and then like I would probably draw a line here and say then we got to the two players that to be real honest people in my generation people in your generation people in the maybe maybe in in generation before me would recognize one of them in 1990s uh, Leonard Davis Leonard mm-hmm. Davis. Uh, you probably know as the offensive lineman for the Cowboys, mm-hmm. uh, an All-Pro offensive lineman or Pro Bowl offensive lineman for them. Um, Quite before, literally,
0: the largest human I've ever seen.
1: Before then, he was a a superstar, a two-way star at Wortham at the one A level. Uh, uh, as a senior, a six-six, three hundred and forty-pound uh, uh, senior, he moved over to linebacker. Um, uh, do we have the photo? Uh, we can't get it up in time, probably. We'll do it for, well, for a pre-show tomorrow. Yeah, that's um, a good idea. Mallory Hartley did an interview with Leonard Davis. Uh, you can find that on text, on textandlive.com. You can go watch the, the ceremony. And and Mallory is smallish, but she's not tiny. She's not like, my wife is tiny, yes, right? Yes, yes. My wife is tiny. Mallory is small, but not...
0: Yeah, she's probably 5'3", five, 5'4". Five, she's on the
1: lower side of average, yeah. but, on the, but in the fat part of the bell curve, right? Yep leonard davis makes her look like an infant
0: literally if mallory would have put on the suit jacket that leonard davis was wearing one you wouldn't have been able to see mallory but quite literally i think if she actually put it on it would it would have touched the
1: floor Uh, it's Shocking. Yeah. Shocking. And, He's a large man.
0: And I was talking to Ish about it. Like, I mean, I've been on the court with NBA players before. I've been around professional football players before. Like, they seem really big, you know. But Leonard Davis is not only gargantuan when it comes to height. He's just a He's just big
1: a, dude. But, like, like, so, like, here's the thing. Uh, and they include this in his bio. That in he moves with linebacker as a senior, okay, for Wortham. They went 0-10 his, his freshman year. They went 11-1 and his senior year. Okay, so obviously a big part of that. He had an 81-yard interception return for a touchdown. Can you imagine... That barreling trying down... Trying to get... At 1A! Yeah, no. Trying to tackle him in the open field?
0: No, because, I mean, he would... He you could put him on a on a Duncan Bill or North Shore team right now, who we consider like the largest, yeah. most physical guys out there, and he would still look big. Yeah. So I can't imagine at one I would cry like I, as a mom in the stands, I would be like, No no get out of the way. Get no, out of there
1: way. were certainly some business decisions that were made. Yeah. Okay. Of like, ah, you can just score. Yep. <laughs> um and then also, of course, he was a star on the uh he led them to the uh the, the state championship back in nineteen eighty or nineteen ninety seven. Uh, he led them to the, the Basketball State Championship as well. And then in the 2000s, probably the most recognizable name, uh, Matthew Stafford. Matthew mm-hmm. Stafford was, uh, went in for the 2000s, of course, the star at Highland Park. Now a Super Bowl champion. He was incredible at, at Georgia before then. Um, I made the point on the show that like we don't appreciate that he was part of that revolution that really made the passing game in Texas uh, incredible. You know, it made mm-hmm. it the the coin of the realm. I mean, he threw four thousand yards as a senior, and he was like the fifteenth player to do it in Texas high school football history. And since then, it's been done like what I say, like eighty-seven more times. Yeah,
0: and it's not just that too, but I think even I mean even in his time in the NFL, he's been really known yeah. as a guy that's like a really powerful thrower and i think that he kind of revolutionized it in the way of just hey this passing thing works but also you can just i mean rev it back and let it go
1: uh and what i thought you know uh it it was very clear that it meant a lot to him to go into the texas high school football hall of fame he was there i guess i should say like all these guys were there uh with the exception of 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 bobby Wunsch and 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 burt clark who were unable to be there for for health reasons and burke clark had passed away but the um but matthew stafford was there which i thought was cool because mm-hmm. he's still active he's still an active nfl player yeah um and so he was there and and, and signed autographs and shook hands and Chicanza took pictures and stuff like that and it was very gracious it obviously meant a lot to him there were there were two other players who went in the, or two other coaches rather who got the eddie joseph texas high school hall of fame uh coach award tom kimbrough uh, from plano Ohio uh, mm-hmm. uh the, the stadium's named after him. Um
0: they uh, have a national like Tom Kimbrough Day oh, in yeah. Plano.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. He's he's a big deal. He's 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 the he's the king over mm-hmm. there in Plano at Plano High. Yeah. Um he was um he was extremely he got he gave a very nice speech he was extremely uh gracious to uh to our uh, our boss Dave Campbell yeah. uh, and just said that he he was somebody that he really admired and I thought that was really nice. I went and talked to Coach Kimbrough afterwards and he was um he's such a gracious man and, and certainly deserving going in the hall of fame. Same goes with Dennis Alexander. Dennis Alexander, uh, the head coach at Dangerfield, Henderson, Harleton, Hugh Springs, and Troop, but let's be real, he is best known for being the head coach of the nineteen eighty three Dangerfield Tigers, who are widely considered to be the greatest high school football team, at least in Texas history, arguably in national history. They gave up eight points all year. They were incredible. So that was uh so Dennis Alexander went up there and uh, as I told him afterwards, did a stand up comedy routine. He was uh he was letting it rip. <laughs> He had, a, he, had a, he had some he, zingers.
0: Yes, he did. He was, uh,
1: but it was, it was a great night. Also, it, the Dave Campbell Contributor to the Game Award, which is an mm-hmm. award that they give out to the um, to somebody who's not a player or coach, but basically who makes a, a key contrib- contribution to the game. Mm-hmm. Craig Way is in the Hall of Fame because he got the Dave Campbell Contributor to the Game Correct. Award. Um, this year went to Doctor Jesse DeLee mm-hmm. uh, there at San Ant- in San Antonio. He has uh, been. A, he's been a. a a an athletic trainer and provided medical coverage for more than one thousand games. Yeah, in San Antonio, simply amazing. And uh, and and his I, speech was awesome. His speech was great. Uh, and and really. Really, very cool. And I, I, I love that the Hall of Fame does this that they say, yes, there's players and coaches, but there are people around the game who make a huge impact as well. And Dr. De- Dr. Jesse DeLee, long time coming in in the Texas High School Football Hall of Fame. We mentioned the Tom Landry Award. There was also the Gordon Wood Award. Mm-hmm. The Gordon Wood Award is that right? Dive that backwards. They, yeah, you had it backwards. Got the Gordon uh, Wood Award. Yes,
0: and Tom Landry Award goes to an outstanding
1: coach, coach which was yes. Mike
0: Fullen from Abilene. From
1: Abilene, who has done a long time defense coordinator, been the head coach there at Abilene for a while. Of course, has battled cancer and come out stronger on the other side. He was a recipient of the Gordon Wood Award or the t- Tom, Tom Landry Award. They're both like legendary coaches. I guess, yes, but uh, but he got up there and gave a very nice speech as well. Uh, but it was a great night there at the Texas High School Football Hall of Fame. Uh, we will have highlights up on our YouTube channel coming up here in just a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, But you can go watch the whole thing on texanlive.com for free, by the way.
0: Yeah, we're going to upload quite a few different highlights from a lot of the speeches and stuff. But also, Mallory did do an interview with Matthew Stafford and – Leonard Davis. Leonard Davis. Um, so those will both be up. But yeah, it was a great time. We appreciate our friends over there at the Hall of Fame. They always always have yeah. great hospitality. Tiffany and Mike Alexander and all of them. So
1: we got to see friends. Uh, David Wetzel was there from the Baylor staff. He's on the board there at, mm-hmm. uh, at the Hall of Fame. Uh, but David Wetzel. Uh,
0: oh, uh, and David Smoke did a very good job. Yes. Craig Craig Way usually MCs the entire ceremony, but Craig was busy, I believe, with Texas baseball, baseball stuff. From Kansas. Um, but David Smoke did a fantastic did. job MCing Smokey it. Was great.
1: It was it was fun to listen to. Smokey was great. Uh, we got. To dr charles bright up uh there from the uil uh our friends from the thsca uh with uh, glenn west and joe martin were there uh, i saw brian polk there as well but i did not uh, he was too busy glad handing uh, and big timing me uh but uh yes it was a great night there at the texas high school ball hall of fame induction ceremony in waco we appreciate them having us out and, and allowing us to point their cam, put our cameras at them that's, yeah that's uh, they don't have to do that but we're we're very happy that they allowed us to do that so we appreciate uh them making that happen Let's go over to Ashley Pickle from America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts?
0: Um, I think we have a show every day this week. What a, which is what a like treat! The first time in a long time. What a treat. We might have to record one of them, but we should have a show every yeah. day. So it we're is, trying. So, it's... <laughs> so,
1: for those who don't know, I guess I should just tell you. So, we send the magazine to press on May 26th. Yes. That is two weeks from this Friday. So, we are in um, crunch time. Right mm-hmm. now, we are working, 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 burning the candle at both ends, uh, pedal of the metal, midnight oil, all of the different, uh, metaphors and uh, idioms that would go along with that. So, uh, that's why we've been a little bit busy, uh, why we may look a little tired, why we may be, uh, you know, a little, a little, uh, uh pickle might yell at me this week. She might yell at me tomorrow during Math Tuesday, and that's why, because she hasn't slept much. So, uh, but we are working hard on the magazine and Ghost to Press on next. Two weeks from Friday, which is simultaneously a long time and also, oh, my God, I have so much to do. <laughs> so we'll get done. Don't worry. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Campbell's, And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. For Miss 305, Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tupper. Vince Young, please give be your player of the year trophy. We will see you tomorrow for Math Tuesday on Texas Football Today.